Welcome to Fallow Fields, a podcast about girls who feel in fallow. Hi, this is Editing B from the future. Um, just a heads up, this is Fallow Feels, not Fallow Fields. Um, we're concerned with emotions and not agriculture. Back to the podcast. Nice. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> oh, that was so staged. Yeah, look, we went into that. Did it? <laughs> well, you came up with I it. I woke so up this morning and it was... Okay. <laughs> yeah, let's introduce ourselves. Um, I'm Ava. Uh, I am... Um, we're yeah, okay. we're studying. Um, yeah, uh, English Literature at University of Manchester and enjoying it thoroughly. Um, and... My name is B, and I'm doing English Literature and American Studies, um, and I'm also enjoying it thoroughly. She's one of those dual honours I'm one of kids. those joint honours people who make, you know, I'm one of those people who float between float. <laughs> existence, reality, and, um, you know, different voids. Uh, <laughs> well, I think, I always think, actually, joint honours, I think, is the, is a really good thing to do because you're, um... I don't know, the kind of, the skills that you, you gain from one is always applicable in the other, and you're, yeah, you've got this dialogue more. between your two <laughs> degrees that just basically contribute mm-hmm. to the... You know, it's nice to hear that. It's good. But yeah, why are we here? Why are we here? Well, we're here to discuss things. We are. We're here to discuss feelings. Feelings. And, and themes. And themes. <laughs> yeah, no, so, um, yeah, the basis of it is to, you know... Add our voices to the already quite um, saturated, saturated podcast yeah. market. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, because you know, there's a reason things are popular and mainstream, in my opinion. Exactly. So we're just, you know, every every voice is valid mm. and every feeling is valid. So what have you been up to this week? What have you been reading? What have you been seeing? What have you been oh, doing? Um. So yeah, so, a little like what's been going on. Mm. Um. I've actually most. Oh, I, yeah, mostly course stuff um Foucault I've enjoyed very much truth in judicial forms <laughs> it's been really no it's really interesting uh, uh we've been no it is interesting it is interesting I found For it anyone who doesn't know who Foucault is because we do sound incredibly um <laughs> insert um <laughs> your own you dickish know. word about yeah. someone who does English um Foucault Michel Foucault he's a yeah. philosopher big big man <laughs> that game but yeah no what, what what about you what have you been reading that's not actually maybe not uni related is... what have I been reading that's not uni related wow what a question <laughs> <laughs> I recently finished um, a book yeah I read a book <laughs> <laughs> here we go um, oh yeah I don't know why I'm picking it up yeah. oh no, no she's got it in her hand as we speak it's a hard hard bag it's quite, a hard bag quite a nice purpley blue colour <laughs> that okay. yeah, that's, that's a nice knock. Everything I know about love by Dolly Alderton, who is a um, journalist for well, what I think was a journalist, maybe she's freelance now, was a journalist for the Times, and she did um she wrote the Times dating column, um for a while, mm. um and she's a bit of inspo of mine. She has her own podcast called The High Low, um which I listen to every week, and if you haven't listened to that and want some something to listen to, she's plugging it. She's pl- plugging plug it. it. <laughs> anyway, this book was great because. It's all about that sort of um, weird going into your 20s phase, which I'm not, I haven't hit yet. 
but I'm about to approach. Yeah. And it's all about her experiences of uni and her experiences of dating. Um, and yeah, it was just really helpful. It was really honest. And it felt like I, you know, I related to a lot of the stuff that she was going through in the book. And I, you know, if you're a guy, if you're a gal and mm. you want like a good memoir about growing up in your 20s and dealing with feelings of insecurity yeah. <laughs> and not knowing who you are. Um, yeah, I think it's really good. And I think that sort of ties into the main theme of this podcast. Oh, which is what's it, the main theme, Ava? Um, in, introductions, I think. Wow. Yeah, I think, well, I think that's a good way to introduce something is to, you know, orbit that main theme. Mm. But the, the idea that you're kind of being inducted into this new phase of your life in your 20s and it's lots of new feelings, lots of new experiences that... I don't know. I think half the time I feel like I'm in a film because it, it, everything's Check new. You and, out. Well, you know what I mean. Like you Who's do... a director yourself? Oh no, <laughs> no way. If I was a director, the other, yeah, ev- everything would be in kind of like, I don't know, really nice afternoon light. I think you know, ba- bathed in really nice light yeah. and in millennial pink. Millennial pink. I think student life is mm. very much um, a suspension mm. of adulthood or just like a rejection of adulthood in mm. general because it's this kind of like you're playing at being a grown-up mm. I always find you know mm. you've got like if it's like you know when you're a kid and you had that um like plastic kitchen set yes you know with the, the, with the fake apples the fake apples <laughs> yeah and that's what it feels like it's like oh, I'm just playing at house <laughs> sometimes because you know yeah I think it I think that's sort of what it feels like but introductions is a theme that we sort of expanded beyond just introducing ourselves because that's a bit boring boring (laughs) (laughs) little bit when we first sort of thought of this theme i was really interested in the idea of introductions newness and originality wow okay and can things you know what what's a really original and then that sort of going into the anxieties about wanting to be original mm. and ah she ah she has <laughs> notations i'm just gonna get my course booklet out for american oh. studies um i uh this week in american studies we were talking about the hipster ah oh, here we go <laughs> here we go oh, 2015 some... is calling <laughs> 2015 i feel like 2015 was a, a hipster year yeah was it yeah i mean like this article's from 2008, so... Oh, bloody hell. Yeah, no, really taking it back. This is um, an article from Adbusters in 2008. Shout out to my American Studies mates who have already read this. <laughs> <laughs> and it's called Hipsters, the Dead End of Western Civilization. While previous youth movements have challenged the dysfunction and decadence of their elders, today we have the hipster, a youth subculture that mirrors the doom shallowness of mainstream society. <laughs> and wait, it gets worse. It gets worse. Um... But it is rare, if not impossible, to find an individual who would proclaim himself a proud hipster. It's an odd dance of self-identity. I don't believe denying your existence while wearing clearly defined symbols that proclaim it. Oh my god. And I read this, and I read this, and I went to the lecture, and I was just like... Dagger. (laughs) Just a dagger. Isn't it? Well, people are so pessimistic about... I don't know, people have this... It's really easy to slate young people and their weird trends. Yeah, no, reading stuff like that was really interesting because I think, I think in this age that we're in now and we're we're at uni, we're we're new people, we're making our you know yeah, we're yeah, making yeah. a life here. We're all trying to be a hipster. I do you think that? I don't know. Well, I think people struggle to define what is it what hipster really is. Is it? And that's that's what annoys me because <laughs> this is such like a 
that's the leading to say, but we should stop putting people in boxes. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> right? I <laughs> am true. not a square of a triangle. <laughs> yeah, I see that. I feel like I'm a, a slightly oddly shaped circle, like a, a circle with a dent in it. That's mm. kind of how I see my shape. Oh, yeah. We should draw that. Dent is a... That should be our artwork for um, <gasps> the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yes, let's represent ourselves in shapes. Also, it's about it's. There's we have this weird like relationship with tr- trying to be original. Everyone wants to be original at the same time you don't want to be original mm. because that's, you know, breaking away from a. From a recognized group, maybe mm. or like a, a kind of safety net of mm. associations. But mm. I don't know. The yeah, we we're always trying to be different, and then somehow the same and. But I think also what's interesting about that mm. is um, something that I feel very strongly is this kind of imposter syndrome where you feel like, mm. you know, you you can't, yeah, you can't, you can't be original and you can't be new and, and yeah, like whatever you do is kind of invalid somehow. Yeah. That's a, that's a so I guess you're trying to get into a, get into a group. It's <laughs> oh, <that sounds> so <laughs> lame. <laughs> be some friends. Um, well, that's kind of what it is. But I think imposter syndrome is something you feel in a lot of areas of university. Oh my god! I remember yeah. walking into my room at halls. No one was in the room, but I felt like I was imposing. <gasps> Did you? Interesting. Yeah, it was weird because it was a spare room. Spare room. But it's kind of it's this and not yeah. Is this weird anonymous room that's... I feel like so many people have seen this. That's what I think, and I think about all the people that have been here in the past experiences they've had. Yeah. What sort of person came before me? Was this person like me? Was this person a boy who played lots of rugby and, you know... Because that's not what B is (laughs) at all. I'm not a boy, and I don't play rugby. I was thinking about this myself yesterday, like, maybe when, um... You know, when this, when the next person moves into room sixty three flat A, mm. I might leave them a little note inside <gasps> the drawer. That's a really good idea. And be like, actually. "Hey, you're That's not an imposter in this room. Yeah, no. You you know, we've been here before, but it's your time to define the space. Yeah, occupy the space. Take up the space. Take takes yeah, take up space, and put in what you want. Put in what you love. Yeah. Make it your own. And I feel like it's, I find it really interesting. I've we both have decorated our rooms. Um, B's got a really beautiful arrangement of postcards and mm. um, artwork and bunting, like tiny bunting. Very tiny. Very delicate bunting. See, it's funny because at home I've got bunting that just says my name. It's, ooh, that's my Bluetooth speaker. It <laughs> um, just well. says my name and it just says B. B. And you walk in and you're like, oh, great. Ava's room is also equally amazing. A little bit messy. A little bit messy, but that's okay. It's okay. <laughs> Maybe I just tidied up for you. Yeah, maybe you did. Yeah, it's really tidy. It's, it's quite very tiny. neat. It's and very it's, tiny. Yeah, and she's perfect ambiance. But Ava's a little artiste. So, like, she has her own bits and bobs up on the wall. Don't cringe. I am cringing. <laughs> you know you're an artiste. Oh, this comes again to the imposter syndrome. <laughs> We've come full circle. Hey, but this is important because you, I remember you talking to me about how you felt like an imposter in art because you never took... Yeah. Art as like a subject. It's a proper subject. Yeah. And it's it's funny like how yeah, can you call oh it's it's a whole like can you call yourself an artist? What does that even mean? But um yeah, no, I've always felt a bit like I was I was a bit of a fraud. 
in the art world. In the art world. But then you, what did you do like a month ago? What was that amazing event that we all turned up to? So, <laughs> keep your eyes peeled for art on the sly. I'm gonna plug that one in there. Yeah, no, do it. Um, of course. Yeah. So, uh, art on the sly is a little um, interactive art community now with um, a few gals. Um, we set it up to kind of. Um, spread spread the creativity so it's kind of a, it's about this fraudulent feeling so do you make art on the sly you know you a secret a secret undercover you feel uncomfortable releasing yourself exactly and we mm. give you know we'll give you the walls to put your artwork up and yeah we you know have some we have performance art we have fine art we have all sorts going on and so yeah our event um was basically this interactive art experience and we want to keep doing that because that's it was amazing it was great it was honestly amazing and we had so many people just sharing artwork it was really nice it was like it really did feel like a student-led thing yeah you know there were student djs there was student art yeah all very good yeah it was cool it was really good and we had lots of people um that had never done any artwork before and had decided to put their stuff even if it's just one picture that's mm. what I really liked mm. is you know and people are scared to put their work up but if you've created the space where everyone's sort of equal because they're all using the same wall space mm. and there's no like you know the the curatorship was literally just let's all bung it together but it's like sensitively bung together it was, yeah it was yeah no obviously. but all all on the same wall all kind of like enmeshed it was cool. It was, it was yeah. very, very cool. It is really something. How do you try to be original? How do you try to work newness into your life? Oh, wow. That was a straight out of nowhere, that one. <laughs> I think, weirdly enough, it's... Ooh, this sounds really wanky, but um, that's fine. Being like uh, really honest to yourself, like about that's yourself. not wanky. No, I know, but it sounds a bit like you know. No. Honest and, you know, <laughs> love yourself, but no, no, it's not wanky at all. That's not what. No, but I think honestly, being honest to yourself is an important factor of originality. It's, no, yeah, I think so. I think it's the fundamental ingredient mm. to originality. Actually, if you're like trying to be something else and you'll realize that best place to look for originality is your is what you love yes and what you do and expressing that through what you put out that's so true yeah yeah no i think and being conscious of moments when you're not being yourself yourself and then like whoa wait a sec (laughs) i need to break out of this i need to break out (laughs) breaking free how about you how do i be original um that's interesting definitely yeah that honesty part is is important but I also think it's good to be open to new ideas yes constantly it's the same with like politics you know I think yes. it's really important oh, to yeah, yeah, yeah. even though I might not agree with someone's view on you know on our far right or like far centre right centre or whatever yeah. viewpoint I think it's it's still important to have an open mind because then you have a- access to those new ideas that's the thing and it's sort of like we oh there's this odd superiority complex I think when people talk about their political views I also think it's important to consume new things yes you can read absolutely. new books you can read new articles if you can read um essays or whatever go out have new experiences you know 
Yeah. That's the key to being original. Definitely. But it's also like, I think it also makes you, yeah, you become a little bit critical of what you consume. So the other day I was um, on the Guardian app and I was reading oh, some articles. And I have a tendency, to, I love, you know, photographs of the week. That is oh, fun. classic. That's fun. I'm always there. And I thought, well, you know, I do a lot of this, but I'm, you know, I'm less likely to read the sports, a sports article or an yeah, economics article. Yeah, so yeah. I thought, you know, I'll push the boat out and read something I don't usually read. Because I, I do mindlessly consume headlines mm. and then go to the culture section and, you know... <laughs> We an exhibition in Japan. There we go. <laughs> best rappers of 2018. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, um, of course. Uh, so there was an article about... Uh, I feel like I should find it. Um, I believe it was an article about the conflict in Syria. Okay. And there are some photographs. And I was thinking about why I chose to read the article and whether it made a difference that I was, you know, I'm definitely engaged with this content yeah, and I believe in it. It makes me sad, mm. deeply, deeply sad. And I feel like sometimes when I'm sad about a headline, I don't read it. And it made me think of misery tourism and it's kind of like misery journalism. Mm. And to what extent am I engaging with the politics and I don't know is, is there this obligation to read these things or if you're not you know I made myself read it is that better than well that's such an interesting question you know what I mean I personally think it's I think people should mm. read things even if they don't, necessarily, they don't. Yeah, exactly, necessarily want yeah. to like I'll, I'll go on an app or I'll go on BBC News or whatever and I'll see a headline that is disgusting Something, and yeah. hurtful and I'm like I can distance myself from it because I'm in Manchester and I'm not mm. in the Middle East, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I'll happily be like, okay, cool, well, that's great. But I think it's, I think we have a, we have a... An obligation? Yeah, an obligation to sort of be involved in those issues and Definitely. to read them and be aware. And I don't even think that's a question of originality. I just think that's a question of being a human. A human, yeah. What's your motive? What's your motive? Yeah. And of course, everyone is, you know... I think most people are affected by it and obviously do, ex- you know, experience um, horror and, you know, all, all the things that you'd expect somebody to feel when confronted with images of conflict, war, crisis. Mm. But it is it is so easy to be mm. like, oh, God, that's happening. But, you know, it's sunny in Manchester today mm. and I've got mm. a lecture later and, you yeah. know, I see my friends and yeah, yeah, yeah. whatever. So... Yeah, I think the idea of being open to new ideas is important in originality. As yeah. in, like, you should be open to maybe art or culture or whatever yeah. if you want to be original. But also, I think don't don't dismiss worldly issues, yeah, problems of the exactly. world, for you to, just for you to be quirky or be unique. Exactly. Yeah. Maybe we should think about originality um, and our experience of freshers week oh yeah and introductions in that sense that is a kind of an introduction into a into into new life here Mm. and that's when you're confronted by many an introduction with other many introduction and introduction of new ideas like when we were talking about politics earlier i thought oh yeah like freshers week was quite political yeah it's quite a political experience it is actually you know you have a few drinks and then everyone's you know yeah. I mean, it begins with Yay the... for Theresa May. Yeah. <laughs> put Corbyn yeah. in the bin. Do you know what I mean? Like, 
the whole the spectrum rears its ugly head yeah. um but you have to get through the kind of like oh um what's your name what course are you what oh yeah you i didn't i didn't go up to people in my <laughs> flat and be like do you vote corbyn yeah no okay yeah. right it's cool we're not gonna be friends <laughs> I'm joking, that what was... a nice breaker. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> Everyone hates me in my flat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ava's my only friend. <laughs> Freshers' week is tough. Yeah. Um, no, it is fun. It is fun. Is it though? Oh. <laughs> this is a letter to my future daughter slash son. Yes, exactly. Freshers' week is good. Ish. At, at, a, at, Ish. A, at a base level, it's a good experience. Good night. It's a good idea. <laughs> But if you think about it, you're, you're putting a lot of really insecure <laughs> teenagers and basically letting them roam free in this kind of, you know, in these... And express their insecurities in very damaging ways, oh, <laughs> like drinking ye- copious amounts of alcohol. Copious. It's disgusting. But we did it. Oh. I, yeah, we did. And it, it, it is... It, it, Moving to a new place. The, th- the good things about freshers are moving to a new place, adapting to a new place, struggling yeah, a little bit. Lots. Waking up in the morning and not knowing what happened the night before. No, but also where <laughs> you are. You have that moment. It takes you about 10 seconds to realise, oh, God, yeah, I'm here. I'm in this cage. <laughs> <laughs> it's a prison cell. In this caged room made of breeze blocks. But yeah, I think that does need to be busted mm. because it's actually okay to go to freshers week and not feel like you're in your place. Yes. I was told, I was even told by my parents and my brothers and relatives and friends who had already gone to uni, the fresh sweet was the best week of your life. And it's not. It's so <laughs> not. It's possible. It was, actually did rate as one of my worst weeks ever. <laughs> no, not, I'm being, I'm being honest. Ava, it. Ava was actually okay. a shining beacon of light in Freshers' Week. Oh, I remember. I don't know. I know you were. I went to this Freshers' party. <laughs> oh, yeah. With the oh, with the ones with the t-shirts where you're like, oh, my name's you... B and I do English and American studies. Like, oh, I'm pretty... proud to say I did not go no, to you a single one of those events. <laughs> you're actually like, we're talking about originality. You're being honest to yourself, <laughs> right there. Um, and I went, I went to this to some, to some pre drinks at um, a flat across from mine. I was sitting with my friends in this t-shirt that I didn't like <laughs> with people that I didn't know alcohol that I didn't didn't enjoy didn't no. um, and then Ava walks in um, she's just chilling she walks in with I think one of your friends from your flat um, and you're wearing that Van Gogh museum bag oh yeah and I was like oh my gosh someone go. in here loves a good museum <laughs> and you know what she's happy to express that and I remember getting up from that table and being like I love your bag um, I've been to that museum and then I remember we talked about our English A level for ages. Oh, we and did. You ranted about me, t- about your awful English teacher. Who oh was yeah. Horrible and <sighs> it was a it was a bad time. And then you were like, do you want to go to the Whitworth Gallery tomorrow? And I was like, yes, yes I do. Yes I want to have like a normal experience where like I, <laughs> where we actually leave this flat and get right. out and like find places. And also the Whitworth just um, a little um, interjection is a wonderful place to take new friends. Families. Families. Mm-hmm. Dates. Also, good date wow, location. Wow, check you out. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, it's, and it's very zen. Or if you want to sit and read, study. Honestly, I remember going with you for that first time. I remember we went into the gift shop. And oh, we bought yeah. some postcards or, like, prints or whatever. And the woman at the checkout, like, the till was 
so lovely and she was like what are you guys doing in Manchester and we're like we're students she was like I hope you have a really good first week like look after yourselves and it was that, that it was that level of normalcy yeah. like norm- is that like normalcy normalcy yeah yeah, yeah normalcy or normality or whatever normal, yeah. that I needed yeah. I didn't I, t- I just just wanted to be normal yes I just wanted to talk to normal people normal people and this is the thing yeah because you, you you don't really interact that frequently with real adults and real no, people it's no. a lot of it's too many students mm, sometimes mm, and, mm. But I think once you've got past that hump once you've climbed that big camel hump of yeah Oof. a few the weeks the animal metaphors just, here we go sorry yeah I'm really like <laughs> animalising this whole experience but it is we're like we're all 500 insecure mice oh yeah we are trying to look for you know cheese. some cheese some cheese some human flavoured cheese gross mm. <laughs> once, yeah once you've gotten over that once you settled down and once you've actually spoken to people and learned about who they really are yeah it's good and it's also so okay to have nights off drinking isn't for everyone um it's just oddly how we um navigate do you think social situations look at us now that's very stable we're stable we have people that we know and love around us that is very true you know you have to yeah you go through the motions of precious week Mm. the awkward motions it is yeah it's like going to a big high school we're gonna tie it up with a ribbon now um this has been fallow feels and thank you so much for listening um you know this is like a first trial episode uh so we're just seeing what it's like seeing how it's going to sound um we're excited to put it out and we're excited to do more of these so uh yeah thank you very much and um ava's going to go to her lecture now and i'm going to try and do some reading for next week bye 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 Thank you.